Doing good, man. Baldy Locks is in the house. <laughs> uh, first snow of the year I see out there today. I didn't land, but it fell. <laughs> I don't need any of that crap yet. Well, virtue signaling in sports is when athletes or others involved in the team sport show signs, take actions, or do other obvious things that show support for a movement or a cause. Um, a lot of these actions that are taken um, aren't actual signs of support because they don't do anything but show a sign. Um, these people are using their positions and their fame and their stardom to attract attention to a movement. And again, while they don't actually do anything aside that. Um, um, yeah, I don't, I hear me. <laughs> I've heard me a couple times now. <laughs> I've heard me a couple uh, times. Testing one, two, testing one, two. All right, finally, I apologize. I have no idea how something can work perfectly fine one week and then not work the next week when I did utterly nothing. So, once again, welcome to the Unstable Duo Podcast. I am Forrest. I am joined by Justin. This week, we are talking about virtue signaling in sports. Thank you very much, sir. If you wouldn't have said that in chat, I probably would have done half the fucking episode and it wouldn't have been recorded my audio. Uh, again, continue with your explanation of what virtue signaling and sports singing. I apologize for cutting you off. Oh, that's all good. It's just essentially athletes, stars, members of the organization so showing support for a cause or a movement um, via appendages. You can do pins, kneeling, words they write on things, colors they wear. Um, trying, you know, like you see pictures on. Uh, Twitter or Facebook with like an orange square, a black square, a blue square, a ribbon. Um, it's them showing support for a cause or a movement. Well, 90% of the time, that's all they do. So, Kyle, what, what was his name? Caper, Caper Nick? Kaepernick. Um, you know, what he did. We see it a lot in basketball now. I, I don't really watch... Uh, I don't watch a lot of sports besides maybe the Packer game. Um, this is definitely going to be a topic that you are much more educated in. For me, it's going to be a lot of free discussion, and don't mind me if I'm if I'm looking something up. Um, so where would you like to start with this conversation? Um, well, I can give a couple examples. Um, and this is kind of out of the sports world, but it kind of goes back into what it is, and then I'll get into sports. Okay. So the most famous virtue signalers that I could find are uh, Hillary and Bernie. 
Both ran on higher minimum wages and equal pay for women. Both were caught paying women less than men and paying less for the minimum wage that they proposed. Now that I've done my weekly bashing of socialist fascists, let's get to some sports. Um, to be so fair, they probably out. indirectly didn't have any say or knowledge of who the staff were pay- being paid. Uh, I should have added campaign. It was their campaign that yeah. did it. Um, but that still, is a, it. Still doesn't look good for them. But no, that is an outright sign of virtue signaling. I want to pay women equal, and yet they're caught not paying women yeah. equal. If you're going to make those claims, rightfully, you should at least investigate your own team enough to make sure that you're not being found guilty of what you're criticizing. Yes. Um, and I'm sure the other side does it, but, yeah. you know, I'm not going to get on their ass because that's not how I roll. <laughs> uh, so I broke this down into the least defenders to the furthest defender. So it's going to start out easy and get rougher on these sports as we go along. Okay. Um, and I've gotten some good notes on a few of them and others I'm just going to pull out of my rear end because I've seen enough of it already. Um, so we'll start with golf. Golf is one of the least um, virtue-signaled sports that are out there. And by least, there's not a lot of it, but there has been recently. Because for anyone that watches golf, knows there is essentially two major leagues, um, the PGA and the LIV. What do you? What, what about um, NASCAR? That's See, on the list too. I, That's coming. I, I would think NASCAR, and I think it's more political party. When you think of golf and you think of like NASCAR, you you think of more right wing. If you would have asked me to guess what the what industry has the least amount of virtue signaling i would have thought nascar where do they fall on it but it's not it's actually uh third on the list oh okay okay so it's down there near the bottom um but it's definitely not the bottom okay so when i when i say the virtue signaling here for golf essentially when you go and look through they're not doing pride nights they're not supporting black lives matter white lives matter brown lives matter they do none of that Okay, but what they do is the PGA has launched an all-out effort to go against the LIV, claiming that LIV um, is sending all their money to Saudi Arabia. What the hell is LIV? Excuse my uh, ignorance. It's the second golf league that oh, was started okay. by okay. Saudi Arabians. Oh, okay. So they did start the league. The Saudi money brought in to start another sports league because we only know about the PGA. That's all I knew about, yeah. That's all that's here. So this one was to compete. Um, apparently in the Middle East, they also like golf. Um, and Saudis have a, a lot of money to, oh, yeah. to blow. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. They started a league, and it's kind of, you know, it's American, but yet Saudi. So anyway, the, the PGA is going after them because of their investment in Saudi Arabia. While at the same time, the PGA is getting money from China. So they're trying to divest with Chinese um make deals with them bring chinese money in and then complain that saudi money is in the liv so my question for you and everyone watching who would we worry about more saudi arabia or china china and i can agree 100 percent um they are all out for their money um 
so in the end, it's a it's a virtue signal claiming, well, this money is bad compared to this money is bad, when really it's both foreign money and foreign influence. I mean, let's be real about it. Um, so not a huge offender. So um, see when you when you first described virtue signaling, I thought you meant like advocating for a act, you know for some kind of activism or something. Um, oh, this this is yeah, this is bigger. This is bigger. Fact. This is bigger than I had originally thought. Uh, quite the hypocrisy to but, yes. but we see we we see that everywhere in any form of corporate anything that that makes money, they're going to be hypocritical in some form right but if you're going to open your mouth and you've got skeletons in your closet yeah i mean let's just be realistic here um don't complain i mean obviously you want to go head to head with each other you're trying to do this for a common good and a common sport Mm -hmm. but yet you compete yeah so let's be smart about it then i went to hockey so hockey is also one of the least woke our virtue signaled. I honestly forgot about hockey. That doesn't surprise me. So uh, the first two sports on the list are generally, they're white people that play. Not a lot of minorities are in either. You can find a couple standouts in both sports, but very far and few between. And the ones that do beat their wives like Tiger Woods. Or yeah, or they leave their (laughs) wives and get drunk and crash into trees and crap. Um, and hockey, they have been hosting Pride Nights. Oh, White Pride um, Nights? No. <laughs> no, you would think <laughs> they would do that because they're more likely to get White Pride fans than they are to get Gay Pride fans. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hockey. The, hockey. Te- the, the, the sport known for manliest of men that will throw down and cut your throat because you cut them off or something are throwing Gay Pride Nights? Oh, yes, they are throwing pride events. Our uh, local hockey team, the Admirals, do it at least once a year, if not more. The NHL has instituted it as part of their scheduling. I mean, um, ex- on top of that, they are, have, they, are they making course, money off of it? Probably not. Not much. So is they it really? Are- is it really a bad thing? Well, when your fans are not. Pride movement people. I mean, it is silly. If you asked me, if you would have said, hey, do you think this is true? I would have said no. Um, but on top, they're forcing players to wear pride jerseys in warm-ups. Oh, really? Uh, yes, and their players do not want to do that. Forcing forcing it, you know, we've had this, this discussion uh, during our LBGTQA uh, podcast not to diminish, diminish or take away anything. Obviously, we have no problem with it, but forcing it on people, especially basically forcing it on your employees, is not right. Right, and this is what they were doing. Um, one of their players decided he wasn't going to do it. They were going to suspend him, um, and he fought through it. And they didn't suspend him, and they stopped forcing their players to wear them. Especially if you're you come from a very religious background, a lot of those religious right. you know backgrounds, they may not be open about it, but they you know they a lot of them honestly think that that's a sin. So to force to force your employee to do something like that is pretty fucked up. Right, and a lot of these people, when you stand on religious grounds, are not allowed to. 
<laughs> George says from now on, fights in the NHL, NHL will be lingerie and hitting with purses. I mean, that might actually be fun. I mean, I'd probably laugh my ass off. <laughs> I mean, there is a lingerie football league that is pretty brutal. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> think... I don't think it's men playing lingerie football, though. No, it's women. <laughs> and they're mean. I would not want to get around with them. <laughs> All right. Well, my next sport of choice uh, would be NASCAR. So NASCAR is also hosting Pride Nights. Um, and this is one I wrote a little bit more. Um, they have a few different things it has done to enrage its fans. First of all, NASCAR fans are generally a right-leaning, white, middle-class type person. That's a fair uh, assessment. Yep. They are not, I'm not trying to stereotype, but they are typically Republican. I agree. Um, that's just kind of where this sport came from, um, and that's who they are. Yep. So, uh, the first big thing that we all know about NASCAR is there was the Let's Go Brandon Channing. That was created for Joe Biden. Um, which was not actually Let's Go Brandon. It was slang. It was like a, a key, a secret phase for fuck you, Biden. Yes. Um, so that happened. That started getting signaled at almost every NASCAR race, yeah. chanting it over and over again, and it bled into college sports um, to a few teams. That's not really a high virtue signaling crime or, you know, um, well, it's not from the organization themselves. That's more from the, the fan That's base. The fans. Yeah. That's the fans letting you know these people know who they are. Yeah. But after that, um, we've got the incident with Bubba Wallace where he claimed there was a noose found in his garage. Which found to be false, right? Correct. It was the door, the thing to pull the garage door down. So oh, I, did, I didn't even hear that. I, I remember hearing that it wasn't a noose. I thought no, it was no. planted or something by somebody else. I didn't hear. I didn't hear about well, that. It was part. what pulls the garage door down. Anyone that has a garage door able to be manually operated has a little rope on it. Yeah, and it has a little loop on the end. Not okay. typically. Typically, they have a little handle. But I'm sure maybe a large industrial one yeah. one has surprised me. So, every one of the garages in this place had that same rope on them. Thirty FBI agents showed up for that. Yeah. So there's your virtue, because if that happened to a white person and there's some racist stuff about white people, you want to have 30 FBI agents. But I because agree. it's a black man, 30 FBI agents showed up. Um, that is a bad virtue from NASCAR, because that also upset its fans that that happened. Yeah. Um, not saying uh, that there aren't some rednecks down there that hoped it was a noose, because I'm sure there are. Oh, yeah. Um, but when you see that large presence for another false operation um you're showing your virtues from there they also host uh lgbt pride nights for nascar really oh yes they do they have rainbow jerseys rainbow shirts and rainbow nights i don't understand again getting their fans again we i just even I'm not gay, and like we talked about, it's nothing to do with not liking them, but so many organizations treat them like it's a mental health disease or, or, or fucking cancer. Like, why are we having, you know, races and jerseys and everything to promote a sexual orientation? It just makes no sense to me. 
It doesn't, and it's a choice. Um, I think George likes NASCAR. Oh, George is yeah, George is huge in NASCAR, and and for anybody listening, I hope he doesn't mind, but he's he's very openly gay, so. I mean, his opinion goes right there. He's he's a gay NASCAR fan, and he's right. not even Republican. So he's like he's a mix <laughs> mash of the whole fucking. <laughs> he's he's the complete opposite of what anybody would think when they exactly. think of a NASCAR fan. He's, if you yeah, if you ask for a stereotype, George just broke the mold in every single yeah, yeah. angle. I'm I'm curious as as a, a gay man, George. I'm curious your opinion. How do you feel about all these organizations making? events and out uniforms and stuff um uh, for for the gay pride because i almost feel like they're treating it like i said like a cancer like it's like it's a disease or something like i don't understand the open celebration of a sexual orientation why why do we need to bring more attention to a group that doesn't necessarily want more attention to themselves uh he says it needs to stop well, there you go. I'm just wondering if he's talking to us. <laughs> no, he, <he's, laughs> he says, as a gay man, just chill out with this shit. See, I, I respect that. I'm, I'm glad uh, he was here for me to ask that. Because I don't want to talk out of place. It just seemed weird that they're always, like, celebrating it. It's like, you can, you can, you can have a... All right, all right. So, he's not mad at us. It's causing backlash. Just live your life. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. Um, a lot of these fans don't care if they're sitting next to a gay man or a gay woman. Exactly. They don't care. But when you know they show up and they're pushing it on the guy next to them, that could cause that fan to not like the sport anymore. Yeah. Or get angry, and we end up with hate because of that. Yeah, exactly. I can see if somebody's pushing something down my throat that I don't necessarily have an issue with, but I'm 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 having it pushed down my throat all the time. I'm going to start to build up resentment towards what I'm being forced to listen right. to. Right. And NASCAR is also a sport that doesn't allow certain things on like cars. Like it has to be like the cancer thing when you get the the ribbons. You know, mm-hmm. you get all these different colored ribbons. It's a sport that is sponsored by people yeah and unless you are allowed to put something of that sort on your car you're just not allowed to do it because you can lose sponsorships so they are very stringent and strict on uh the decals and things that go onto their vehicles and their team sports and what they're allowed to see on their jackets and uniforms um and if you're out of line you can get fined yeah um, so I, I was kind of surprised over the last year or so hearing all this different stuff about NASCAR because I would have never thought this in the first place. I don't follow it at all. I'm, I'm surprised some of the stuff you said. Um, so now that we're done with that, we'll get into the, the three biggest violators. Um, so I hit the three little guys. I'll hit the three big guys if we want to throw all their stuff in there like tennis and swimming um they're sports but i don't think anyone really watches it much so i didn't put them in here no that's fine uh but they are big uh, let me let me take a shot at the three biggest ones uh obviously basketball obviously football is baseball the third one? Oh yeah okay so i started with baseball so baseball is a worldwide phenomenon baseball also is hiding doing a lot of these pride nights 
Um, but it is more aimed at a, an inclusive thing because there are baseball fans of all sorts. Yeah. So it kind of fits their strategy because it's not going to offend a ton of people. Whereas NASCAR, it does offend people. Yeah. But they are also putting logos. Hello, Darlene. And signs and stuff for that, such as BLM. There's been players that have done that. Not a lot of it. Um, there have been a couple of kneelers during baseball, but again, not a lot of it, but enough to draw attention. Um, and those for that don't know, uh, the kneeling is against racism, standing with BLM, police brutality type stuff. Um, again, there's not a ton of black folks in baseball, so it hasn't caught real big there for that part of it. Um, they also make money from multiple different countries. They are a worldwide sport. Um, but, you know, like the Chinese money has not infiltrated our baseball here as much as the other sports it has, you know, gotten into. Now, I think the biggest difference that you'll probably see between these next three that you're talking about as opposed to the previous three is with golf and NASCAR, you're talking a lot about corporation um things like the the rate the 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 gay pride days at nascar and stuff where a lot of at least what i've seen in basketball baseball and football it's a lot of players it's not the organization themselves yeah they'll wear rainbow socks <clears throat> in baseball and again they have sponsorships so their shoes have to be a certain color um by a certain brand because they're getting sponsored yep they will be allowed to put certain logos on their shoes um, that sponsor things like BLM. Whereas if you're supporting cancer, a lot of time you can't unless it is um, pink for breast cancer. Which we do That's see. We do see like uh, we'll see like full games in football and stuff where they're wearing full yes. pink outfits or something. Yeah, and baseball they will do that with their cleats. Um, I want to say there are a couple times where they've done pink uh, uniforms or hats. Not often, but they have done it. But it, it's always for uh, breast cancer. Um, but, you know, in baseball, you know, like NASCAR and hockey will do a Pride Night. Baseball will celebrate during Pride Month. Um, where they'll have like a whole week where it, it's uh, rainbow flags everywhere. Yeah. Um, again, I don't care that much but there are people that just don't like that type of thing let's go play baseball don't tell me how to live um so the two top offenders of all this um we'll start with basketball so basketball has essentially virtue signal to every single stinking thing that you can of, of all the sports do you think it would be safe to say basketball is probably the one that has the most prominently black players um it's pretty close i want to say it, it, that one is at like 85 and i think football is pretty damn close um 85 percent minority mm -hmm. or 85 percent black to be more specific because there are a few other colors of minority in uh, basketball or football uh, but yes mostly a minority sport um the, the old joke is the smaller the ball the whiter the people <laughs> It is. I mean, basketball is the biggest of all of them, and basketball has more minorities. Yeah. Golf is the smallest. 
Um, you go golf ball, tennis ball, both of them are almost purely white sports. So is basketball mostly BLM and other uh, black activists? Uh, a lot of that. So they do the BLM, they do the, you know, choose love, but it's all BLM so slogans and claiming racism and oppression. Now, what kind of examples have we seen in, in basketball? We've seen, I, I, I know personally, I've seen players kneel during the anthem, just like yeah, we've seen in football. Out of the locker room. Um, I've they, s- I can't they think of any the examples. Black National Anthem. They play the Black National Anthem? They do, beginning what? of some of their games. Okay. What the hell is Lift the Black National face. Anthem? Huh? What the hell is the Black National Anthem? Lift Every Voice. Oh, okay. Um, that is the Black National Anthem. So they are separating by colors. So what you won't see on TV most of the time is they don't do the Black National Anthem for TV. I feel like that's just, that's just dividing themselves even more. It is. Like, I... I me personally, I don't have a problem with you kneeling. I don't have a problem if you don't want to, you know, stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance or something. I know a lot of I'm I love I love America. You know, I have my issues with America, but I love America. But I don't. That's part of our freedom. We don't have to do stuff. But I feel like doing different national anthems and stuff. It's just dividing yourself more. It is. We have one national anthem. Yeah. Okay. In this country. I can understand why. About to get slapped times, by a cattail. Yeah. <laughs> at times there could be, you know, there's been division. But yeah, all you do is just create it and make it bigger and bigger mm. and bigger. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to stand for two national anthems. I'm going to stand for one. Um, and it's the one that we all know. It's the one that we all, the entire country, can live with. Yeah. Um, and supports all of us. Um, but there's been a lot of that. I have been to a Bucks game where they have done it. Um, Bucks games, there are Pride Nights and Bucks games um, in basketball as a whole. Rainbows, you'll see people with Ukraine flag patches or pins. Um, I'm sure there are Palestinian patches or pins right now. Um, The NBA was not allowing people to travel um, without getting the vax. So, uh, notably, one of the players wasn't allowed to go into Canada um, because the country as a whole, um, the player from the Nets wasn't allowed to go because he wouldn't take the vaccine. And to be fair, that's not an American issue. Um, From what I remember, while they had strict testing, if you tested positive, you had to be um, isolated. They weren't being forced to take it that's if they travel to another country that's that country specific standards correct uh something like that but i know one of the players was uh put out even more because i think even some of the states wouldn't let him come in and play okay okay um i think notably california so if he had to travel to california wasn't allowed to um so they did that uh when they did the bubble uh they're commercializing Pfizer all the time. So one of their major sponsors is now the people that make COVID vaccines. So they do that a lot. Obviously, that's all about money. But do you want Pfizer to be a sponsor? I have of a question for you. And again, network? excuse my ignorance. Now, if I'm watching the sports, if I'm watching football or basketball, the commercials that come on when they're off the air, aren't those... 
aren't those provided those sponsorships those commercials aren't those from the station that they're on not necessarily the organization of the sports like i know i know like nfl they they do their own halftime shows and they'll have you know today's today's game is sponsored by but once they leave the air for a commercial aren't those commercials from the television channel that they're on not necessarily uh, the sports organization to get that sport on the tv when it's on the tv okay so if we're going to block the noon to three hour for NFL football, the network has to pay the NFL to have their game on TV. And then in so return, in, in, in return, they're going to, if they're, they're on CBS, CBS is going to, of course, take the highest bidder for commercials during yes. the commercial time. Yes, but now there's basketball players coming out advertising with Pfizer um, because they make a lot of money. I didn't know that, and that 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 is, in my opinion, unacceptable. So we're gonna have a little more fun here with basketball because basketball is pretty egregious. Mm-hmm. Um, so the stances we're talking about um, of them thinking that they are oppressed—that's um, what they're standing up for in the NBA—is oppression. So a lot of these guys are getting money from China. A boatload of money from China for deals from Nike, which is mostly made in China. Um, They have their iPhones. They have their Nikes on. And China enslaves people. So these basketball players are standing against oppression and slavery and reparations and all this stuff that they think has went wrong in America. Yeah. While they still have iPhones and Nikes that are made by slaves. Okay, that is total hypocrisy. I am not going to go stand up against slavery while I'm carrying an item made by a slave. So I, I see you're looking at something. I was I was googling what the largest sponsors of NBA players are, and funny enough, um, McDonald's is the number one sponsor. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me either. They make a lot of money. Yeah, uh, but you will end up finding Pfizer on there. You'll find Nike on there. Um, I mean, Nike, Nike, Pepsi, Adidas is another big one. Um, Yeah. So a lot of this stuff is made in China, again, by slave labor. Um, But let's stand up for oppression and, you know, racism and slavery um, while they're making all this money from China. Um, China is a big sponsor of basketball because they like basketball. So they bring in a lot of players to China. Um, there are Chinese basketball leagues where NBA players go and play in their off time. We have a couple real beastly uh, players that we got from China that I, I'm not sure the the specifics, but I remember reading that we give them a boatload to get to get the couple players we get from them. Yeah, you know, like Yao Ming, I think yeah, is Chinese. Yep, yep. Um, there's a couple of them I remember back in the day. Um, that are definitely Chinese, <laughs> and uh, we did pay a lot of money for them to get here. Um, essentially, when you're in China, you are owned by the CCP, so they probably had to pay the government to let this guy come over here. So, but um, they are not really the worst defender of all this. Um, that would be football. Oh yeah, fo- oh yeah, for sure. Football is terrible. Um, football is the one sport. Oh, I wanted to talk about the other guy. Sorry, before we go there. 
There is a guy that went against the mold and broke the mold in basketball. His name is Inez Cantor. So Inez Cantor did not want to take the shot and virtue signal with all of his other teammates. So he refused to take it. He refused to bash America like his teammates were doing. Hmm. So he became a citizen of the United States and went and changed his name to Inez Cantor Freedom because he loved the country he came to and stood up against all of them. So that's one bright spot for me. He changed his last name to Freedom because he didn't want to virtue signal with the rest of these people and loved America. George said, you're not oppressed if you're making $40 million a year. A- a- exactly. It's, you're not oppressed if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> anybody that has paid attention, a couple, you know, all these, all, all the horrific stuff that went on in Hawaii. Um, Oprah and Dwayne Rock Johnson made a commercial asking people to donate money for for a fund, and people lost their shit because everybody said they don't want to hear rich people, they don't want to hear rich people asking to for you to donate money, and, and this is the same thing. It's really hard to take anybody serious. Like, that's living in that has multiple mansions talking about how people are oppressed when you're yeah. you know American athletes are some of the wealthiest people in the world yeah I mean people like LeBron he came from a decent family and he was drafted at the age of 17 yeah he never had to go out and get a real job the funny thing is is Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, they they made a fret. I mean, obviously Michael Jordan's done really well because he he has lifelong sponsorships. Um, but Scottie Pippen, he has he doesn't he was basically the second, you know, he was he was Scottie Pippen. He was the second in the Bulls for multiple championships, and he lives a mediocre life right now. They athletes didn't make anything back then what they make now and you never heard any of no. them doing activist stuff back then no they didn't complain they mm-hmm. donated a lot and there are a lot of people in these sports that do go out and do stuff yeah the problem is like it's not their voice we're hearing okay they're not out um serving food in a soup kitchen yeah like kaepernick he's an amazing guy no yeah well he he's he, 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 he volunteers at soup kitchens and stuff he probably that's the only job he can get. <laughs> I don't know if you call that volunteer. <laughs> no one's gonna hire that man. <laughs> that man is done. He's toast. Um, he gets to be brought in and do workouts for teams in the NFL just so he can't say that they're racist. Um, but we'll get to football because you brought Kaepernick up. Kaepernick is trash. Um, essentially, virtue signaling was started in sports because of him. He um, was he was when anybody talks about kneeling during the national anthem, he was the one that started it, or at least made it famous. And a lot of people say that's why he lost his job was because he and it should have been. He caused such a distraction, to everyone. It's ridiculous. And then he wore um, dead cop socks or pig socks to go against police. Um, wait, 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 those are two very different things. Pig socks, not offensive. Dead cop socks, very offensive. They were pigs, like okay. cop pigs. Okay, okay. Um, I call cops pigs all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not pigs like bacon pigs. They're pigs like police pigs. 
Um, do you really think, unbiasedly, if you can, if you can try to be, do you really think he should have lost his job? Like I understood, I understand it causing uproar, but my whole thing was, why, why did it cause an uproar? Why can't I mean, why can't people just ignore? Like it was like I always thought back then, who gives a shit? He's not he's not saying F America, he's just kneeling for the national anthem. I mean, I can understand where people some people found it disrespectful, but realistically, it it was just like who cares? Well, millions of people care. How's it going, Pete? Millions of people cared. He does that in front of the cameras. Um that causes a poison in your locker room. But what I'm saying is, do you think if he didn't lose his job, if he wasn't making headlines, if the camera didn't pan to him, if celebrities weren't bitching about him, do you think any, you know, virtue signaling a sporks would even be where it is today if, if people would have just ignored him, maybe? No, maybe not. Maybe it wouldn't have been. Maybe he is the reason all of this is going on. I do kind of think um, he's the starter of it all. Because right. before him, we didn't really hear about it very much. We had one Mueller, and he lost his job. Yeah. We had one, Tim Tebow, that kneeled and prayed after he got touchdowns and did good, and he was fined for doing it. Um, was he fined? I remember hearing he had to stop, and that was another thing. I'm not religious, but I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, that's nope. what I they always thought. There multiple coaches for kneeling, uh, yeah. not the NFL necessarily, but coaches that have prayed. Um, Tebow was essentially fired for praying. Um, now, why is it not okay to pray? Yeah. Um, okay. I, I could maybe get along with all these players that have knelt during the national anthem if it wasn't for that. Maybe. Uh, it depends. Because I, I watched Tebow. Okay. Um, and then I watched all these guys disrespecting our flag. Um, and by disrespecting, I mean they have the freedom of speech. They can do what they want. But again, they're millionaires, multimillionaires, and they're kneeling against oppression. Now, now you know, we, we mentioned that it's hard to take somebody serious that makes a lot of uh, money. To be fair, Kaepernick really does do a lot of charity work. I've, I've seen a lot of videos, a lot of interviews. He does a lot of stuff for his community. What's his community? Or uh, where's his community? Various ghettos. He never lived in a ghetto. Well, okay, he he does a lot of work for the ghetto, okay? <laughs> that wasn't his community. So for for those that don't know Kaepernick, Kaepernick lived a life that we talked about last week. Both of his black parents left him and put him in foster care, and white people raised him. Which you're right. And I, and I, I, I do remember. Life, I do remember. He, he was not oppressed at all, ever. He was raised in a white school in a white neighborhood with millionaire parents. He was well-to-do. I, I agree. You're right. My my only point was is that he's not one of the people that collected his paycheck and only did signaling on the field, that he actually does some work behind the scenes that people didn't know about. He wasn't just one to do, to do nothing. Maybe so, but he caused an uproar with all the other people that don't do anything. So there are players that are like required to get out and work in charity and do all these other things, okay, per contracts. Um, they have to represent the organization. 
that's not really like donating time and service if you're forced to do it. Well, true. Okay, I have a question for you. If why were people more offended that that he didn't say the national anthem and not offended by people around them in the audience that didn't stand up and sing the national anthem? Or was it that they weren't offended that he wasn't singing the national anthem? They were they were offended by what he was activating or being an activist for. I think when you are a sports player, um, you are uh, an example for millions of people. Hmm. A lot of our young people. So our young people are taking the lead of this guy, not showing support for this national anthem in this country and that's how they take it as there are a lot of people that have served that watch us a lot of them will say it's okay he made a choice and that's what they fought for yeah but at the same time you're going against a country that allowed you to have this life you live okay you've got millions you were raised in a good family um, got a good job afterwards, and you lost it because you're a douchebag. Okay, so the people in the stands aren't people I'm looking up to. So you honestly think it was because he wasn't saying the national anthem? It didn't have anything to do with the fact that he was protesting BLM? I, I think part of all of it. I think it's all wrapped into one. Okay, so again, the hypocrisy because he's not oppressed acting like he's oppressed, going against the police, standing up with BLM, putting a fist in the air, you're drawing unwanted, unneeded attention, and it costs the NFL money. Because people did boycott. Yeah. People turned the TV off because they didn't want to see it. But now they are doing the Black National Anthem at almost every game. Okay, that's what he got there. There are still people kneeling on the field. Mm-hmm. There are still people that are putting hands on shoulders instead of on their heart. Uh, they, the uh, Villanueva of the Steelers, took a fine because he went out to the field and stood for the flag when the rest of his team did not. Why would he get fined? Because you are not allowed to leave your team. Oh, okay, okay. So he went out because he's a vet. He supports the military. He went out. And, yeah, he was fined for it. Is there any form of silent protest you would be okay with in sports that wouldn't take away from what you think the how they should act as far as a wealthy? I mean, I think the not coming out of the uh, locker room was okay. See, really, um, I find that more disrespectful. Not coming out at all. Like, personally, I find that more disrespectful than coming out for the national anthem and just kneeling. Well, it's not visible. You don't see them disrespectful. How would you feel if somebody kneeled down and put their hands together like they were praying during the national anthem? It's a little different. I mean, they're still kneeling. They're not standing with their hand over their heart. Yeah, but the hand over the heart's for God and country. That's what it's supposed to be. So if your hands are together, you're praying. That's what it looks like. So, so what you're saying is if somebody's not religious, they shouldn't put their hand on their heart for the national anthem. Well, 
God and country. Mostly country when you're doing that. You don't have to observe both. Okay, okay. Um, obviously, you went to school, so you know you weren't allowed to salute God when you were in school. Um, uh, most, of our, most of our childhood, it, it wasn't, I think it was finally in high school where we didn't have to stand up for the, the. I forgot what it was called. I'm having a complete brain fart. National Anthem? No, we didn't do the <laughs> National Anthem. Uh, I pledge allegiance to the flag, United States of America. Oh, what, okay. Yeah. What was that one called? Shit. The Pledge of yeah, Allegiance. Just, yeah, the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> yeah, I'm stupid. Okay. Uh, it wasn't until high school where we didn't even have to stand up for that anymore. And I was, I think I was long out of high school before they stopped doing uh, the God part of it. I think they stopped doing that part of it uh, okay. now. Yeah, I didn't have to do the pledge for a long time, um, but I, I know it not at all in high school. I don't even think in middle school we did it. Yeah, we definitely did it in middle school and elementary school. So for football, they have same standards as basketball. They can only wear certain shoes, certain colors, um, and they are allowed to put you know little logos on the back of their helmet on their white straps. You know, stop racism. Love this, love that. They put it in their on the round their end zones. Um, and rare occasion you will see them do anything else but uh, social movement type things. Um, whereas if they really wanted to show support for things, there should be cancer awareness, autism awareness, which a couple of the players do. Um, but they aren't like on the field with their puzzle pieces, their puzzle piece jerseys. Yeah. Um. But, like, they are the biggest and boldest at all of this stuff in the NFL. So, I mean, I still watch football. I really didn't want to um, because I just didn't like what was going on. I mean, it's hard. I, I'm not one of those people that protest companies that I like because of their views. I just try to ignore it. We saw the same thing with Nike when Nike was, you know, standing by BLM and stuff. We saw all the, you know, hard right-wing white people burning their Nikes. It's like you guys went and bought perfectly good shoes to burn them, and then a couple Dumb. months later you're wearing Nikes again because it's like you wasted your own money. We're seeing the same thing with beer right now. I mean, Kid Rock took a AR-15 and blew up a whole case of Budweiser or Bud Light, and then uh, a couple months later it gets videographed, you know, videotaped at a, a show drinking Bud Light. So it's like... Yep, UFC did the same thing. They canceled their contract with Bud Light. And, and I heard they just recently renewed one. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the stuff, like, going against that type of thing uh, lights a fire under the corporations to stop virtue signaling. Okay, so the NFL slowly went away, but then slowly brought all this stuff back in in different ways. They didn't get the message, or the fans didn't give them the message. So, for me, I think the NFL is just too big. People like football too much yeah. and will tolerate most of it. But I know people that won't ever watch football again because of this stuff. Do you? I, I don't know anybody. Most of the people I know have kind of been like, just ignore it, don't care. But it shouldn't be pushed down your throat. If somebody's well, kneeling or if somebody has a tiny little logo on your back of the helmet, it doesn't affect me watching the game. I, I don't really care. Now, if I see the entire team dressed in rainbows, I'm going to be like, why do I have to watch this? This is weird. Um, 
I'm just kind of been like, I, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I can get over some of it. If, I, if, I they're, do if, like, if they're doing if they're doing the Black National Anthem, that that's kind of stupid in my opinion. That's there's you know I'm not religious. You live you're working in America, making a lot of money. It should only be America's national anthem that right. you're it's you're saying the ridiculousness to. about the the oppression. Okay, yeah. none of these guys on the field are oppressed. Not a single one of them. Okay, we're letting people in the NFL that have beat their wives. Beat their girlfriends. Huge, huge history of beating their, their girlfriends away. Violence, murderers. Yeah. People that have killed other people have been allowed to play. It's just like we well, talked about last week, though. A lot of, we see a lot of these you know minorities do more harm to their own culture and heritage, and yet they're right. they're you know trying to protest awareness of other cultures when they're their own biggest enemy. So here's here's like what's really weird. Well, give an example. Uh, Alvin Kamara was accused of assaulting his girlfriend, I believe. Got a three-game suspension. Okay. Calvin Ridley gambled on a game that he was not even a part of and was suspended for a year. Really? Yes. I know that's a big no-no if you're at least if you're playing. Yeah, I mean, Pete Rose is not allowed to join the Hall of Fame because he gambled. And again, not on himself. These guys, and uh, who was the last one? Oh, uh, Javante, Jamison Williams from uh, uh, the uh, Lions. He had a four-game suspension for gambling. Mm -hmm. And again, not on himself. Um so uh, that uh, should be looked at as another virtue signal. Like, okay, so the woman beaters are are barely punished. The gamblers are, like, the worst people in the world. Like, really, why don't you stand up against violence, like domestic violence? You'd probably lose half of your league then. Yeah. But But why? I think people in America would care more that you stand against that than anything else. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and I see that uh, the autism awareness, it is, it's huge on TV, but they don't wear jerseys, George. Another thing, like like I said a couple of times, it's easy for me to ignore something with my eyes that's not, like, being thrown at me. How do you feel, I know it's not the topic, but how do you feel with uh, sports athletes compared to, like, uh, musicians? Because we see it a lot in, in music, too, from both sides. Uh, you know, everybody from Eminem to Kid Rock telling you who you should vote for, who you shouldn't vote for, who who what political party they love. I find a hard I find a harder time grasping with musical people telling me what to do rather than somebody in sports wearing something small that I can't ignore. I don't I want mean, I don't want to get into a whole music debate, but how do you feel uh, about when people uh, talk about it more? Like like I said, uh, musicians. You know, for the most part, in like a song, if I like the song, I like the song. I mean, and I can get over a lot of what they say because, you know, I'm more into the beats a lot of times than I am to the lyrics. Um, you know, a rapper is different because you got to be into the lyrics. Sarah said, but, look at Taylor Swift. She's all out there, Democrats lover. I'm a huge, uh-huh. anybody that knows me knows Eminem. I, I would I would give my left nut to see him in concert. He is 
my all-time favorite. I grew up with him. I've matured with his music. I absolutely love the guy. I think he's amazing. Um, I did not like, even though I I was anti-Trump, I did not like when he came out. And he, he since apologized for it. He said he was just heated and you know emotional. I did not like when he came out and talked shit about Trump supporters. Um, right. And I love the guy. I, I just I, I find a hard time. I, and Kid Rock, the way he talks... It's just like the way they talk is so disrespectful to the people that may like them, but are don't share the same views. It's just, that's very disrespectful. Right. I mean, I think a lot of uh, what happens in sports kind of goes a similar path, but I don't think a lot of these sports people get a lot of that, the clout to go out there and say any of this that's stuff. That's true. That's true. Well, you know, the rappers are on TV all the time. Musicians are on TV all the time. Um, and sure you'll see some sports people. Yeah, I just true. don't think like athletes as a whole, um, unless you're LeBron. Uh, LeBron can be on any TV and say whatever he wants. Um, but not many people in the NFL get out there and say things about politics. Um, trying to think if I, I think basketball players do a little bit, but I don't see much with the NFL getting out there. Yeah, I, I don't think so I either. I'm curious if you have any information. I know we're we're kind of we're kind of coming up on the end here. I'm curious if you have any information on tennis because you brought up tennis and you say you didn't really have a lot of facts. But tennis is probably one of the the sports that have the thinking about it. A lot of black people, a lot of white people, men and women, all in the same league. Like, it's so diverse and multi-gender. I'm curious on how they, if they have a lot of virtue signaling at all. They did the shot thing. Did they? They require, they require vaccines, and um, one of the best players uh, in tennis was not allowed to play in a bunch of tournaments because he wouldn't take it. Uh, so, for them, that's their, their crime that I know of. Okay. I don't know about LGBT stuff. I don't know about BLM stuff with them. Um, I just don't think tennis is so heavily watched um, that you get to see a lot of it. Oh, all right. Uh, George says, oh, end zones, a patch on the jerseys, and uh, Chiron with the scores. Okay. For... No. Uh, Autism. In the NFL, they're not allowed to do any kind of uh, um, celebrating an end zone anymore, correct? Oh, no. They juke and jive even more than they ever have. Oh, have they? I, th- I thought they could get penalized for, for any form of celebration now. At one point in time, they were penalized. Now they get team celebrations. Okay. So they, they negotiate that type of thing. Uh, you know, Justin Jefferson will do the gritty in the end zone. There's people hopping on and doing rowboats, and it's they're just spending more time learning how to dance in the end zone than they are to put the ball in the end zone. So, to to wrap this up, is there? Do you see this game better or worse? I think if the fans are just going to let it go. Um, you know, like we just talked about with the Bud Light, it's gone for a couple weeks, and now we're back doing it. Uh, people left the NFL watching it for a little bit, but came back. I think the NFL and these sports teams know that, to some extent, what they do, as long as it's not overly dramatic, 
um, that they're going to be able to get away with it. And, and, and it's in their best interest, too. It makes them look good with advertisers when they're, you know, very diverse and open. It keeps their players happy, which, let's agree, these players are the reason they're making hangs over fist money. It is. As a fan, I just don't agree with a lot of it. I mean, I could see if I was of black descent um, and I felt oppressed, I'd feel great to see these guys standing up for me. I don't even know if I would. But they're really I, I grew great. up, I grew up in doing? the ghetto. I had I had guns pointed at my head. I watched people get shot. I I've been robbed, and watching a millionaire talk about how he wants to improve violence in the ghetto doesn't give me the fucking warm willies. Like no, like which ghetto are you gonna improve? Yeah, because the neighborhood you're putting fences up around and trying to help probably is not the hood. Yeah, it's um, your backyard. Right, and a lot of these players don't know what the hood is. Some might, but there's a lot of them that don't. A lot of them grew up with a lot of money. But kneeling kneeling down, I mean, like I said, some of them actually do work. Kneeling down or wearing a shirt does nothing. It, it did nothing for where I grew up. It does nothing for the people I still see growing up in, in the inner city. Right, it doesn't. Again, it's a virtue signal. It does nothing. Okay, you wear a, a patch for autism, but are you donating money? You wear a patch or a ribbon for cancer. Are you donating? Are you helping? Okay. You can't, when you're a millionaire, you can't just draw attention. You have to lead a charge. Yep. Back to your Rock and Oprah thing. Those two have more money than three quarters of the United States put together. Okay. Oprah's property is next to where this damage in Hawaii happened. Untouched. Unscathed. Why is your property not burned? Why don't you help your neighbors? You don't need my money, Oprah. You got enough of your own. Yep. Stop putting your hand out. I agree. Well, I think also, that uh, unless there's something else you want to say about it, I think that pretty much wraps up tonight's discussion. I just I don't want to see the crap. Okay. Uh, don't kneel for me. <laughs> exactly. Get on your feet. I don't want to see next week. I don't want to see any fucking kneeling for the bald. Bald society. Yeah. <laughs> Neil for Baldilocks. Bow down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up tonight's discussion. Uh, next week, we talk adoption, which is something uh, pretty cool. Uh, the person I'm with um, adopted a lot of children, and uh, I've learned quite a bit. So that'll be a fun conversation. Um, after that, we have masculinity. Is it toxic? Um, that one will be a special Monday episode because Justin's going to Mexico to hang out with all the Mexicans. Um, so <laughs> Mariachis. <laughs> so that will be a special Monday episode on November 13th. Uh, so with that said, you can find us on unstableduopodcast.com. You can find us on YouTube, uh, Facebook. You're probably watching this uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. All the social media links, including the merch store, are on our official website. And with that, uh, and George, you find it on your mama's TV. Jo, uh, George said 50, Oprah gave fifty thousand, and The Rock gave ten million, which I did hear. Rock Rock went on a little tour and said uh, that there was a misunderstanding that he did give a lot of money to the fund. He just didn't want to make that announced 
because he didn't want to like feel like he was bragging, which is right. is fair. I, I feel like The Rock Good is job, genuinely. Rock. I feel like The Rock is genuinely a decent guy. But he's teaming up with a scum sucker and Oprah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. O- Oprah's a piece of shit. Um, he's a scum sucker. Yeah. Anyways, so, with that said, I hope everybody has a great week, and we will see you next week. Peace. Mm-hmm.